Welcome to Vyapar, a show which talks about entrepreneurship, ideas, and amazing businesses. I'm your host Sid, and joining me today is Abhijit Anand, founder of Up Coffee. And you know, we'll talk a lot about what it takes to build a coffee chain and to make a mark in in the coffee world. But I think coffee is probably the most consumed beverage in the world. You know, one cup. can make brighten up your day and it's it's a thing which you have and you good to go for the day right i mean it 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 kick starts your day and if you're someone who belongs to the middle class section of the indian economy you can't probably afford to go to starbucks every day right i mean 300 400 bucks a pop i would say mcd offers a reasonable cup of coffee uh with the offers in place but again you know most of the time you have to settle with a coffee made at home and you know mostly people brew a coffee at home and and that's it right i mean instant coffee so up coffee wants to change that they are on a mission to democratize specialty coffee and make it affordable for everyone in india you know why should quality coffee be limited to the elites right i mean it should be available for everyone so we'll understand the journey talk about you know what abhijit is doing with the coffee chain and what the name stands for as well i'm i'm curious to know about you know what up coffee is they currently have two cafes in mumbai one in varsova one in pawai so if you're close by you know don't forget to grab a cup and you know without wasting any more time let's hear it from the founder himself so abhijit it's a pleasure to have you on the show how are you doing good morning sir and uh, i'm doing very good first of all thank you for having me uh, at at your podcast at vapar it's such a pleasure to be talking to you to your uh, listeners thanks a lot thanks man and i think this is one of the earliest podcasts that i've recorded like it's it's 9:14 uh, in the morning right now and i'm absolutely buzzing like my my mom's pretty happy to to see me record one episode in the morning <laughs> that's beautiful and that too you know this is the time to have your first cup of coffee so it's ideal for a coffee podcast yeah yeah so you know abhijit man we so we already had a conversation on call before recording this episode and i know that you know you have had an amazing journey but for anyone who is listening to you for the first time and you know who doesn't know about you who who is abhijit anand like you know who is this mysterious man what is your story and tell me something about your journey before you started up coffee you know what was your experience like right so you know the way i always say uh, i so first of all I'll, i'll just start with a basic introduction that and then i'll carry on the conversations that i am born and brought up in bihar followed a very typical path that any bihari will follow right either going to engineering or medical or becoming an ias i chose engineering so i went to iit dhanbad studied petroleum engineering went into a job worked for eight and a half years i traveled all across the world 22 countries lived in seven cities worked in seven cities worked in three different countries had an illustrious career uh in energy industry last year in 2021 i was awarded international young professional award in the oil and gas industry uh which was hosted in dubai last year but you know these are all accomplishments degrees and everything but what really matters and and to answer your question directly who is a pichit anand i would say i'm just a dreamer a hustler somebody who's trying to make things happen and make this world more equitable and that's where 
you know, that's why I founded my NGO, which is named as Sarthak Mentoring Foundation in 2017. I've been running that for about five and a half years now. And that does exactly the same. And this venture of a cup coffee is also meant to do that, democratize speciality coffee in India. And, and I believe, you know, my mission in life is to make this world a better place than it was that I found it. So to answer your question, again, I mean, in briefly again, it's just a common man raised and born and brought up from a very small town in this country, trying to make things happen for himself, for the country, for the people around him. So you've had, like you mentioned, you know, eight and a half, eight and a half years of, you know, working in a corporate culture. My question is, what motivated you to then start a venture of your own? Like, was it already in the works, in the background? Like, did you always know that, you know, you were going to do something of your own? Like, you were going to start a business or something of your own well before you even started working? Or what what shaped you to start your own business? Again, like, you know, I'm trying to think about what events led you to start up coffee like you know what happened that tilted you to start your own venture no i think uh sir what you ask is a, is, is a question that i you know often get asked several times so you know just as a background so i worked for a company called shrambije which is the world's top oil and gas technology company in eight years in eight and a half years i got seven promotions i started with ops moved to tech then to sales then to strategy then to management and the last role when i quit was into hr right so i was, I was working in india i was making more than a crore a year i was having a year i was having a career that you know anybody from uh, engineering background uh, and needless to say i also studied law and political marketing while doing the job so you know it was a perfect platform for me to carry on the corporate uh, career which was already on a very uh, high scale development right mm-hmm. but then you know i would believe there's a lot comes with your passion and your dreams and i'm a person uh, who loves to plan forward so uh, i love to manifest i love to plan forward and then work backwards so I have my plans written until 2035 and bleakly towards 2050 as well. Wow. And then I try to see it backwards to see where and what should I be doing in this year to be reaching to that direction. Right. So my first plan that came out was in 2016. Uh, I was 26 then. I was sitting by a lake in Assam, very peaceful. Uh, the town was Tinsukia in Assam. And that's when I made my first vision board. And I realized my life whatever I want to achieve 21 2022 should be the year when I should be venturing out Mm. and that's exactly something happened I didn't know what I don't know where I didn't know how but then I did know that this is the time then and then coffee happened in 2021 and that's a very interesting story as well but then Mm. coffee happened and that's where I found this is it let's go for it so that's a bit of hindsight in terms of how this happened uh, but then it all, it all has to do with what you want to do. And, you know, I'll say what I wanted to do and what, where my passion lies and how do I see myself in 2030 and 2035 and 2050 and what that needs to be manifested in 2022. That has been a major, major reason of what prompted me to do. Why coffee? It's a different question. Do you want to know that as well? Sir? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, so so before we go there, like, so I want to understand it so that I also can improve because I have a very chaotic mind. So I'm not able to plan more than one day in advance. <laughs> and you, you just, you're telling me that you've already planned what you're going to do till 2035, even 2050. So 
how do you go about it like you know how do you even like go backwards like it's it's 15 years or maybe it's 13 years from now how do you start planning for such a long period of time and how does your thought process work right good so let me ask you uh, uh, probably you know I, i'll take a step back so after 12th right uh, most of us listen to this call kapam india after 12th uh, somebody college junior college as well let's say after 12th you get a decision to choose a career a major decision right you also get after 10th when you choose science arts commerce or you even go directly into working field right but then after 12th is a major major decision when you choose a career path but if you look at it the entire career path took was a ladder right so you started with one you started standard one you started with basics then you started going through different elements of learning and then 12th standard you chose a stream or a particular field which was science and commerce post 12th you further specialize it and then you get into masters and then you get into phd so what are you doing is you're trying to nail down to one particular aspect right mm. so as you groom in your educational career the way it's built built it's not built that you know a lot it's built that you know a lot about one particular subject you are mm. broad then you become narrow you know it this is something a lot of people never get an understanding that when you do a phd you do a phd on an atom per se you don't do a phd on science mm. when you study science you study everything in 10th standard what i mean mm. to say here is said that in life what you need is direction so the way i look about it my 2035 or 2050 and i'm not saying that i am right and i'm not saying that this is the only way to go different people have different operenda uh, moment uh, the way of operating right yeah i'm forgetting the name modus operandi modus operandi <laughs> right so different people have different this is my way of working and the way it helps me do that it helps me give a direction in life Hmm. And with so many distractions around, with so many options you having today, which was not even existent twenty years back, a decade back, you really need a direction. Otherwise, today you are doing something, tomorrow you're gonna do be, be doing something. Day after tomorrow, you'll be like, altogether, my life is shit. <laughs> yeah, that right? happens, man. I mean, especially in the world of social media, and you know, our attention spans reducing, like every year or every decade. I think the the attention span of the human species is going down by a few seconds it, this is this is like this is an extreme like what you're doing is extreme focus so i mean it's it's good to hear that no i say that said but you know what i'm also also want to say is that this is not something that is written in i don't know uh, written in gold or written in stone mm. what i mean to say is when you have bigger aspirations when you have dreams it gives you directions all you need yeah. is to figure out whatever decision you are making today for n number of distraction factors does that add value to siddharth 5 years later or it doesn't if it does you do it if it doesn't it's worthless to think about it this mm. makes life very very simple in present otherwise you end up overthinking overevaluating and actually end up doing nothing that's my ex life experience and that's why i follow this path and so far so good i've been manifesting i've achieved a lot of things by manifestation mm. so i like this way of uh, doing things amazing man and i mean that brings me to my next question so when was it when you first thought about coffee so you have already i mean you launched in 22 but since you already think maybe at a minimum 10 years ahead so when did the idea of you know starting 
a coffee a specialty coffee chain come in your mind right so it's been a it's been a, a series of events that actually ended up with what we have right now so i'll take a step back so i was like any other lower middle class middle class chap growing from a small town in india i was always a child lover because that is what i was exposed to hmm. instant coffee which is again a uh, stale you know brewed couple of months back mixed with chikori coffee was still a premium for for me right hmm. because i used to drink it and mix it in tea as a flavor or i used to honestly drink it during winters i come from east of india right hmm. so or winters it was never a drink that i'll drink daily because it used to be Uh, bitter and you had to add a lot of sugar to make it even taste good right so that that is how the coffee association with me was as i grew up went to college started working in corporate dispensable income started increasing then starbucks and cicd started becoming a go to place for dates business meetings special events you know meeting friends where mm. i was not going for coffee i was literally going for a sitting space in a good ambience with wifi yeah this is the reason why i used them right Hmm. So that's how association with coffee increased, and I used to be literally a person going to Starbucks. I remember it was 2013. I was in MG Road, Gurgaon, ordering in a Starbucks in the right in the metro on the on the ground floor and ordering cappuccino. Not 2013, my bad, 2015. Hmm. And I was ordering a cappuccino, and I couldn't know. And I just asked the guy, the barista, what is good, and. <laughs> Right, I'm like, what is cap cappuccino? What latte? What I mean, I wouldn't even able to pronounce pronounce those names. It mm. was so alien to me. Forget about understanding what was it, right? So that's how my journey had been uh, until 2019. Uh, when 2019, uh, so I moved to Romania in Europe. Uh, beautiful country in Eastern Europe. Amazing people, amazing culture. Beautiful country. So I moved there for work, and uh, that's when you know my introduction to coffee happened. But that was also a process because I was a chai lover, and you know when you are Indian, in जब Indian होते हो तो चाय को promote करना आपका धर्म बन जाता है जैसे कि योगा को promote करना बनता है जब इंडिया के बाहर जाते हैं. Yeah. So you start promoting these two things, even though you don't even drink tea or don't even do yoga. That's a reality, right? So. so i was there and uh, i was obviously i was i was a lover of chai anyway so but then i started importing black tea from netherlands the netherlands being the hub of import of indian products in europe because good black tea was not available in romania i imported for 6 months mm. and i was introducing my friends uh, in romania to good black tea and i used to you know brew it even though i never did it in india but then eventually i started drinking coffee uh, and i was taken aback mm. coffee there was 3 euros Right, three euros is three hundred bucks, which mm. was the same price as in Starbucks, and it didn't click me the price then. What it clicked me was three euros was affordable. To me, there three euros was like इतना पैसा तो मेरे consider of cost of living में बिल्कुल ही perfectly बैठता है. मैं नौ डॉलर का नौ यूरो का कॉफी पी लेता हूँ. दस डॉलर का कॉफी पर डे. It's perfectly fine with my spending capability and other expenses that I have in the country. Right. So, uh, and then not the cost, but the coffee. it was so fresh so aromatic so mm. brilliant i was like i was missing something in my life <laughs> you know i never had that in india never ever but then i have to say i only tried starbucks in cicd in india by that time yeah right or independent cafes i won't even remember names by that time i'm talking about 2019 so anyway then then i got transition to coffee and i started drinking coffee like three times a day uh, it just became a coffee so coffee if you look at it it's not a it's not just a drink it's a It's a productivity drink. Hmm. It enhances your productivity. It yeah. enhances your life, right? 
like I love chai, but then chai is a drink which has emotions attached. <laughs> That's why I love chai, right? Otherwise, uh, coffee is something which induces a lot of amazing uh, things in your body. And mm. then it keeps you up in the night, up in the, you know, helps you perform better and, and makes you happier, gives you the good good feel hormones and everything around it. So that's why, and that is why if you see the West and all the developed economies are absolutely encapsulated by coffee, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's what happened. But then the real trigger for coffee happened last year in 2021, February, when I moved back to India. So moved back mm. to India. By this time, remember COVID happened. And then in Romania, I bought a machine at home, got introduced to coffee beans and the science around coffee. So I was already an avid coffee lover, a learner, and you know, a discoverer about coffee. Mm. Came back to India. I was living in Navi Mumbai at the time. And I started looking for coffee. A person who drinks three times a day coffee, you need regular <laughs> Yeah. So that, that was a trick. I started looking for coffee, didn't find anything. Then I started ordering online. And, and I realized in the month of February alone, I had a spend of around 24,000 something on coffee. What? Yeah. What? 20, 24,000 in a yeah, month? Because Starbucks is 285 rupees for cappuccino, right? Even with discounting and packaging, you end up paying 250 bucks. And if you order a large drink, that's 350, right? So I drink thrice a day. So you can imagine. So it was a nightmare. It was an eye opening, like 24,000. You know, that was my understanding of analysis of finance. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a lot of money. I mean, hmm? 24,000 is a lot of but, money. But yeah. Tell me if you drink thrice a day, where in India you can get, forget about a coffee right now. Uh, where in India you can get, you can uh, Coffee you can't get I, it. I mean, you can't get it anywhere, but I mean, you have to make it at home then because I can't think of spending 24,000 ordering from someplace. I mean, rather buy a, a coffee machine and make it at home. You know, 24,000 is a lot of money, man. I mean, it's, it's not a small amount. No, exactly what you said. And that's exactly what I did. So I bought an espresso machine. <laughs> okay. All right. So in, in the month of March, uh, I bought an espresso machine from, uh, from Amazon. And again, it was a surprise. The same machine that I brought in India uh, was 50% cheaper in Europe. I had a similar machine in Europe. It was 50% cheaper in Europe. Both machines made in China, imported from China. Right? So, you know, India is closer to China. We are still twice as expensive of the same machine as in Europe, which is a developed economy and the cost of living is much higher. Didn't make sense to me. Hmm. where the trigger happened right although now i was brewing coffees at home and it was much affordable much cheaper because only buying beans and i can control the way i want but then it triggered a lot of thoughts in my mind and that's when the journey for coffee exploration started hmm. like why is coffee was expensive why is even machine expensive in india right? <laughs> while you get phones for as low as 5k you get a coffee decent coffee espresso machine for 20k Right. So it didn't really help me answer that question. So, so I went into a coffee discovery trail and that's where the journey I would say evolved that, you know, it's, it's coffee in India from colonial era has been made premium. Hmm. Right. And all these brands, the new age brands and all these foreign brands, they're just copied onto that. So Indians love, we as a, as a, as a country love an association and somehow these brands have captured our attention with social status and then came up with coffee. So, you mm. know, one fact I want to drop in, a fact bomb. So India is the fifth largest producer of coffee in the world. Fifth largest. 
and india is the seventh largest exporter of coffee in the world what does it say to you for a country which is 1.4 billion we are one by hundredth of coffee consumption of the us all mm. the coffee that we produce 70% goes out of the country because we were never developed as a coffee economy to drink or consume we were developed as a coffee economy to export us europe singapore australia none of them the four largest coffee consumption company uh, countries or the regions don't even produce a single gram of coffee mm. right because they need coffee supply and that's what we do or african countries or south american countries too right so that's why coffee knowledge in india is very limited we know a lot about tea hmm coffee not necessarily right so no no these are the facts that dropped in and i realized that in india it's been made and sold as premium and there was a time to do something what jio did premium hmm. coffee affordable prices for the masses that you can drink daily not on a date not on a business meeting not once a month and not necessarily shelling out 24000 from your pocket so just drink a decent cup of coffee that's the story of our coffee wow man i mean the way you have like from this i don't know i'm I, i'm lost for words the way you have explained the journey is just amazing i was just i was just looking at my mic and i was just nodding my head i mean this, whatever this guy is saying makes a lot of sense and when you drop that fact that you know we are the fifth largest producer of coffee and we are exporting most of it that means that coffee isn't supposed to be that expensive then i mean that's where the answer lies that it 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 isn't supposed to be expensive but that's how the model has been created and i mean social media does play a big role i think uh, with the whole branding you know coming into the picture and how brands can command a, a bigger price even if the coffee is shit right you want to you want to click a picture and post it on your story that you know i'm drinking a cup of i don't want to see i don't want to take any names but it the branding does play a big very big role and i think we'll talk about that later but when you understood that you know this is a market which is ripe for disruption how did you then go about it like how did you then start researching how did you start you know getting the team in place what were the initial days like for you like when you understood that you know this is a space where this tremendous opportunity and i can really disrupt it how did you go about it then right sadat so i'll just break it in two parts the first part being pre launch or pre decision that it's going to happen the research part of it and the second i'll just split it in terms of after the decision was made right so mm. you know continuing on the story after I understood that there is a gap but that, that was my feeling that was abhijit mm. feeling that there is a gap it needs a market validation right it's it shouldn't be a problem faced by one man it should be a problem faced by a lot of people and that's when it becomes a business otherwise it's just a passion right uh, so i actually went on a trail across the country so uh, it started in in the month of july i was sitting in leh and i was there for my ngo's annual conclave uh, i met this amazing person mr sonam wangchuk a lot of people know him by the name of uh, fungsuk wangru in three idiots right? oh wow yeah so we had an amazing meeting the guy is super inspiring and then i had a meeting with him super inspired i was i was sitting in a cafe in in leh in one of my friends cafe and i was looking at the mountains and i realized around there were so many cafes in leh there were around 20 cafes in an area of 1 km wow. incredible 
all of them served coffee more than 250 bucks cup of cappuccino <laughs> right yeah and still there were people drinking it uh, but then i would say the locals they were no, not even seen there because they were, those were meant for tourists you mm. know that was the bell in my head that what happens if so, there's so many people drinking coffee and if there's so much of association with it and i remember i was still researching on the idea this was not my first hit right but this was a trigger point which said that abhijit this is the time to go right mm. so uh, you know, that clicked a lot of questions and i said what if we come up with something which is low on cost in terms of reduces the cost of cup of cappuccino you know which which helps me to drop another bomb all these cafes most of the cafes 90% of the cost of cappuccino is not coffee okay right 90% so, of the so, cost of the cup is not coffee yes so let's okay. say you pay 300 bucks for a cup of cappuccino 90% that is 270 rupees that you pay for that cup is everything but coffee it's it's opex it's kpex it's personnel it's branding it's expenses on endorsements it's real estate you know it's everything else other than coffee mm. so you are actually and now you understand why you are paying a premium the coffee in europe and us is not as expensive uh, as compared to the cost of living or the standard of living right we fare very, very poorly in terms of cost of a average cup of cost of cappuccino versus cost of living which i was sharing earlier so so that's where you know the more thoughts came in and then i went on to a trail all over the country in the next 5 months i traveled 20 cities in 12 states met more than thousands of people talked to people from as young as 11 and 13 to as old in their 50s and early 60s to understand the dynamics and i realized the more i traveled the more there was a problem hmm there's a problem of the country think about it you're traveling to northeast where or to south south we will find still you will find decent filter coffee but then let's say you're traveling where you don't find filter coffee what coffee do you drink all you are forced to drink is instant coffee tell me if i'm wrong yeah i'll drink water <laughs> most probably like i'll i'll avoid having coffee if it's expensive like to be honest with you my mindset is i have coffee like specialty coffee once a week because of the fact that it's expensive so if i'm traveling i'll not have that much you know i'll not have a daily cup of coffee right and and it's not just you know one more thing i think is siddharth you just rightly mentioned one, one is the price the second is coffee is a drink if you don't like it if you like it it helps you if you don't like it it just destroys your mood hmm like chai is something you can drink because it's milk and sugar to tum pee loge coffee agar gandi hai na you'll rather throw it than drink it <laughs> that's true so, i mean that has happened with me because you know when i was going through this 20 cities trail i don't know how many cups of coffee i had to discard because they <laughs> were literally literally undrinkable oh wow fortunately that is what was available hmm right and that is where the story goes for my transition happened in 2019 but for a lot of us back in india that has not happened because we have not yet been introduced to premium coffee like who thought before geo that internet can be so cheap and yet hmm. fast no one i i did not nobody did right so everybody thought it's 100 100 uh, rupees for 1 gb it's very legitimate what airtel is doing and everybody came with 99 or 98 right airtel came in and other brands came in airtel swami deta hai main 99 ka dunga right hmm. that stuff but jio came in and said swami to aapko unlimited milega bhai ek bhi to baat hi nahi ho rahi hai and still airtel is making it's is doing incredible profits in uh, q2 2022 with new rates because monopoly toot gayi hmm. premium yeah 
that's exactly you know what a lot of this research led me to so this is what happened in terms of the background uh, i went around and i found that there is a there's a huge gap and then i decided that this is it the market is ready the tam the total addressable market is 4 billion dollars the annual growth rate is around 10% Indians are drinking coffee like anything. There have been thousand percent increase in the number of coffee companies that have started in the last five years in the country. But everybody is to copying the same thing. Nobody is actually trying to solve a problem. Everybody is trying to fall in the herd group, and that's we said. This is it. Let's do it. Let's build for the masses. And the research phase concluded in terms of coming up with this concept of tech-enabled crab and go premium, affordable, specialty-grade coffee for the masses. Understood. understood very interesting man and what i i would like to double click when you say tech enabled coffee like i read it on the website as well and that is what piqued my curiosity to understand what exactly are you guys doing when you say tech enabled coffee and also how did you then you know start your first chain i also want to understand how did the process begin because you know converting an idea into a reality that's where the game begins right i mean that's where the hard part starts so first question is what do you mean when you say tech enabled coffee and then how did you execute this idea right so i'll answer the first one first so what we, what we mean by tech enabled there are two things that we did uh, siddharth here one is that when we were developing our own signature blend we actually reverse engineered the blend in a way which would learned by the, by the indians so a lot of people in india premium cafes again i don't want to take names they're just following the european and american trend where there's a very different palette in terms of what western people drink and what we drink mm. we like we like aroma but we like boldness in our coffee we like thickness in our coffee jab chai bhi peete hoge to doodh ko kafi garam karte hoge hai na yes so us kholane ka matlab hi yahi hota hai ki usme gaadha pan aaye thickness aaye that's the that's the that's our palate and i'm really proud of it because i love it that way so if i love it that way my coffee should be that way right mm. why should i copy somebody else but a lot of cafes and premium cafes are actually just copying the west and trying to bring that culture so my vision was what we will do is we'll bring the palate that's for the indians so that's why our coffee has very three characteristics amazing aroma bold boldness thick uh, it has amazing boldness and long after taste so uh, it has gives you a mouthful feeling at the end of the day that's the kind of roast and the, this is where the tech came in we reverse engineer the entire roasting profile and we do it with every single roast we make sure that the tech helps us to do that that's in the roastery part hmm. then on the second thing what we are doing is we are trying to build up an entire ecosystem where we speed it up let's say you go to a cafe and i'll ask you uh, let's say you go in a cafe setup what is the average turnaround time for a cup of coffee To, from the time of ordering till you get the coffee at your table, I would say five to ten minutes. I mean, like talking about McD, I get a coffee in McD in three minutes. But if I'm going to a normal cafe, that takes anywhere from five to seven minutes. I think. Right, you are you are still being very optimistic. So McD, <laughs> I fully understand because McD is a QSR optimized chain, right? So. uh that's great but then most of the cafes that you say at 5 to 7 minutes is the best estimate i have got coffee as late as 20 minutes and i'm sure people there are people listeners in this call who go for a coffee and they're very premium chains even in bombay who does that and coffee is what and that's where you know the up and up coffee comes in i'll talk about it later but then coffee is something which you want to have instantly now mm. abhi hai na but but then if you have to be waiting for 7 minutes for a cup of coffee it destroys it yeah 
that's where the tech comes with us, right? So we have optimized the entire deck in a way, and we call our cafes as coffee decks, in, in a way that speeds up our turnaround time for a cup of cappuccino, if that's the order that you have placed, from the time you have ordered to serving in your in a cup is 1.5 minutes. Wow, that's <laughs> that is like wow, man, that's super fast. 1.5 is unheard of, I think, in India. Right. So, Correct in India. I'm not saying this is out of the world. Many many companies does it in the Western world, and that's what we are trying to do: bring the best of international coffee experience for India. Right. So mm. uh, again, this you have to be understanding that this 1.5 minutes is for you. Right. If there is a queue with 10 people, obviously this will not be true. Right. But then we, the way we have optimized the entire process, this makes it fresh, still serving speciality and very fast. So you don't have to, you know, wait for 10 minutes just for a cup of coffee. And that is what we are catering to. We are a coffee place. We're not an eatery. We, are, we don't want to be called as an eatery. And we are focusing to bring that coffee culture in India by heart. We're very, very serious and, you know, focused about it. So th that's the second part of tech. The third part of tech comes in in our entire ordering process. So we have built up the entire, and that's one, one other thing, a work in progress, where we envision to do something amazing with WhatsApp. That's work in progress as we speak. But for now, what we have done is we have built a ordering uh, portal where you can order, for example, you're driving through, and uh, like, let's say we have right now outlets in Warsaw and in Pauai. You are living somewhere in Warsaw and you're going to Navi Mumbai. You'll pass through Pawai. Mm. So you, you couldn't pick up the coffee in Warsaw. So while you are, uh, let's say, in JBLR, you order a cup of coffee in Up Coffee in Pawai. By the time you reach Up Coffee, your coffee is ready. You pick it up and you leave. Right? Oh. Or let's say you are you are in uh, the Up Coffee is near your building and you are in the elevator. You order your coffee at the elevator. And then by the time you reach, you just pick up the coffee at the, at the Up Coffee deck and leave. So that's the grab and go culture we're talking about. You're going to the office, coming back from the gym, coming back from college, going to work, just need an amazing cup of coffee, refreshing your mind. That's what tech does to you in the ordering channel. And mm. all the coffee decks of Up Coffee will be are there. So right now we have two, and uh, they all are there in our order.upcoffee.in. The moment you click that, you'll find both the decks across Bombay. And that's what we envision for the all of India. Uh, and that's where that third element of tech comes in. We have other plans for tech, to be honest. A lot of things that we want to incorporate with machines and stuff. We are engineering that. Uh, we have collaborated with an IAT. I'll just keep it undisclosed for the moment. <laughs> and, uh, we we will uh, we are coming up with interesting solutions, which will really change the way your you know espresso machines even brews the coffee for you. Wow, I'm a finance guy, and right at this point, you know, I'm thinking: Is this guy looking for investments? Because I I definitely want to be a part of Up Coffee. Like the the passion in your voice, first of all, is is contagious. I would say, and I mean anyone who's listening to this can feel that you know, you know what you're doing. You know you you know exactly what you're building, and you're incredibly passionate about it, and you're going places. I mean I can guarantee you. Like if we listen to this episode five years down the line, and we look at what Up Coffee does five years down the line i can clearly say that you're gonna win in this segment so i'm i'm really impressed with you know what you're building and the tech aspect of up coffee are you looking for investments right now like right off the bat is is this going to be bootstrapped or are you guys looking to get funded the simple answer is yes 
ஆரம்பிக்கிறோம்ரோஸ்ட் with the way i mean this whole podcast is feeling like a pitch so to your potential investors you can just be like you know go listen to this podcast <laughs> if you want to find more about why you should invest in up coffee but you know i mean really impressed with what you building and what is this concept of using the word deck you know because this this is the first time that i'm hearing the word deck with a coffee chain because you know we use cafes right cafes restaurants that's the word that we associate with you know a place which is selling coffee but a deck is something which we we use with a deck of cards right i mean 52 cards that makes a deck so what what's the idea behind using the word deck for associating your coffee chain or i don't know restaurant well that's a beautiful question actually and you know the way i'll explain it is first to understand what does cafes in india राइट सो कैफेज इन इंडिया अगर देखोगे तो कैफे आजकल समोसे वाले भी अपने आप को कैफे ही कहते हैं वेरी जर्नलिस्टिक टर्म जो हर जगह यूज किया है बट देन स्टिल द अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ कैफे इज वेरी क्लियर दैट यू गो टू अ प्लेस सर्व कॉफी इट्स कॉल कैफे सो नो नथिंग इज रॉन्ग आई एम जस्ट सजेस्टिंग इन टर्म्स ऑफ हाउ इट्स बीन ट्रीटेड इवन दो यू नो इफ यूल ऑब्जर्व ऑन गूगल आजकल गूगल पे यू डोंट इफ यू डोंट फाइंड कैफे इन द कैटेगरी ऑन द टॉप लाइक लाइक द पेट्रोल स्टेशन दिस ए कॉफी हाउसेस दे हैव रियली चेंज बिकॉज दे अंडरस्टूड इन इंडिया कैफे कुछ भी हो सकता है डजेंट मीन कॉफी राइट सो so anyway so uh, the way the reason why deck right so i i got your point in terms of card of de- you know deck of cards and etc but if you also see the another interpretation of deck or, or that's where the coffee deck for us came, comes in so deck is also one of the sides of a ship right mm. so deck is a place on the ship which opens you to the world where you can stand and observe where you stand and see the rest of what's happening around so it's a viewing place that's how we see our coffee decks or cafes per se right we are a place from where you stand you see life you see fun and you see coffee right that's not a place where you come and sit down so we are not bay right we are not like bays we are not like coffee houses we are not like cafes we are like decks it's an observing point where you come in come in with a group of friends you don't necessarily come in for business meetings per se but have fun have light moments know your barista barista knows you know what you're drinking barista knows what you're drinking it's a place where you see and learn about coffee where you do community engagement and that's what open places do to you think about it how many coffee places you go and you can talk to a neighbor not many i, I would say not at i mean i have not been to any coffee place in my life where i can go and talk to my neighbor like me neither like never you go to a place you take a table and you sit <laughs> and today i invite you and all the listeners come to our deck i don't know how many people have just become friends at our deck because there are no tables there are just chairs right oh, you you come in exactly you come in you become a friend 
The barista have been professionally trained and they remember your name. You remember their name. They know what they drink. You know what to ask them next time. You come as a person who's discovering about coffee. You go later as a friend and a person who knows more about coffee than you actually did before, right? So this is, this is the essence of coffee decks. This is what we are building. So our coffee decks are community building agents in the, in the entire system. And that's how we want to become. We want to become your coffee joint. We want to become your neighborhood coffee place. We want to become your friend. Whenever you're out, Wow, man, that names does play along like up coffee peene, up coffee chalte. So that that can be the slogan. I mean, you know, that's a that's a very interesting play on words for sure. Right. So I mean, definitely, man, the, the whole concept of decks, because even, you know, I was going through the website, I was looking like, you know, where is the what places? Are you guys there? And you were like, you know, we have one deck in Warsaw, one deck in Powai. And I was like, what, what is this, man? I mean, you know, what is the whole deck thing? So definitely very interesting concept. And, you know, how that ties in from, you know, a deck on a ship and how that opens you to the world. So a lot of thought definitely has gone while naming your, your coffee places as decks. And... You know, let's take a segue here. So we've spoken about the brand, how you came upon the idea, the execution aspect of it. We've not spoken a lot about the execution part. And, you know, that's where I want to understand from you. So you have this amazing idea. You also have tried out incorporating tech into coffee, reverse engineering to the Indian palettes. The the concept is amazing. How is the execution been like, you know, in terms of traction, in terms of reviews, in terms of challenges, tell me something about building a, a deck. I would not use the word cafe or restaurant. How is it, uh, how challenging is it to build a deck, a chain of decks in India for up coffee? Right, Siddharth. So I think, uh, you know, we, we actually nailed down pretty early that we were building our MVP. We are doing, trying to do something that you might not have heard of. A lot of people have come to our Versova deck and the first comment is, I've never seen something like this in the country, right? And which is very true. And I'm not saying that this is not existing in the world. It's actually very prevalent in the West, but in India, it's still building up, right? So we are coming up with that niche concept and we are really proud of in terms of what we're trying to build in terms of community building, being in the place where you can just go for a coffee. But then execution was always dependent on what we wanted to build. So we had a clear idea, coffee kya jayega, we had a clear idea, hum kya karenge. So we built an MVP around it. We built a model. Launch mein hume kya kya chahiye. And Versova model is actually an MVP, right? Mm-hmm. So that's an MVP in terms of hume kya kya chahiye to get started. Now, when we are building uh, the next store next month, we now know what are the lessons. We now know and now we are expanding on top of it. When we would have done three stores in Bombay and we are going outside Bombay, and we're evaluating a couple of cities very closely where to go next, we will be knowing what exactly we need and how to make it more operationally fast, functional and efficient, right? So building a deck in India uh, or whenever we were doing in Warsaw was not an easy task. To find the right people who understood what we are doing was difficult because people end up thinking it's a cafe. (laughs) People end up never imagining why don't you have a sitting space, right? People end up never imagining why don't you have something to, you know, for food. Why don't you cook something when you, when you can? So th- these are some of the problems that we face initially, but we were very clear. We are still very clear and I'm, I'm very much focused and my team is also very much clear in terms of what we want to achieve or what we want to focus on. 
So it was a challenge, but we have learned our way, hard way, or we have evolved around it. But then I think that has helped us has been the clear focus or the clarity in thought that we want. A lot of distractions we have got, a lot of, lot of feedback, you know, we got for food that we really should start a couple of feedback. We got that, you know, we are doing so well in uh, coffee. Uh, you know, I wanted to add something that we've been so grateful that our, we have 75% repeat customers. Wow. Very few in the coffee and FNB can claim that we have 75% repeat customers because nobody in India does this coffee at this price anywhere. Like we openly challenge it, like none, like zero. And because your listeners are listening and yourself come to our deck, try our coffee, even order online and compare it with any brand and consider of more value for money or your coffee, even by quality or by price, either way. And let me know. Coffee <laughs> will be on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, that, that's, that's the entire story per se, uh, you know, how, how we have optimized. So we are still doing, uh, we are still learning on that. Our coffee decks, the Pawai one should be profitable this month. The same as Versova. The unit economics positive from day one. So now there are a lot of things we have put, a lot of business models were built in. I, it took me around eight months just to figure this out. I didn't want to jump in and then figure it out. I figured things out. I made all the charts, the PL, the profit analysis, the balance sheet, the unit economics. And then I said, this is the time to go. Then I'll figure out what the market is ready to take. And I've been really grateful what we, the responses we have got in Bombay, in Versova, in Pawai. And that is what is inspiring us to go all in for the next store next month, which is like five, in five months, we are doing three stores in three premium locations of Mumbai, right? And ready to go all out of Mumbai as well. Amazing. And like I said, you know, before the start of the conversation, do plan something in Borivali, please. Because, I mean, I want to have a daily cup of up coffee and... I mean, I don't want to travel to Warsaw because I mean that I, I live in the Heeser. So Borivali is a place, you know, I, I hope that, you know, maybe when I'm calling you next year, we would have two or three uh, decks in Borivali and the Heeser as well. So looking forward for that. Super. Borivali is in our charts, I can tell you. <laughs> we'll be <Yeah>. there very soon. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, yeah, just, just building on that. So, you know, when you, when you look at your current situation, if you had to think of one big blocker towards growth, what would that be? Like just one big blocker, not, I, I know that, you know, a lot, lot of challenges are there when you're building your own startup, you know, getting the, the right team. I mean, everything breaks right in the beginning. So right now where you are, what would you say is your one big blocker for growth? So I would say it's people. I've been very fortunate with my core team, the support and management team that we have just built up. And all these people have joined by passion and the hunger to do something for the country uh, in terms of solving a problem. But the problem that I'm trying to highlight is the people on ground. Uh, it's very, very difficult uh, to find the right people who can be operating as baristas. Hmm. Overqualified, underskilled, overconfident people in general. And that is what I observed, you know, I've interviewed like 5,000 people in my last eight years as a, in a corporate career, uh, hiring more than uh, 700 people into corporate. Uh, and I have realized this problem and that's true even at all levels. So uh, that is something we're trying to solve. And that is a problem that we'll always get. So we are trying to build something which will make us more people independent as well. I'm talking about baristas. We want to have that skill, that art, but it's still very challenging to find the right people. So far, we have really been blessed with the six baristas that we have. These baristas love what they do. They're super passionate. They love the mission and the vision of what we are doing more than anything else. And, you know, we love them back. 
So that is why we are doing a lot of stuff that very few people in the industry does it. Like from, we provide medical insurance for our baristas. In addition to top and notch salaries. So we match the salaries where they come from and a, a notch up above. So I said insurance term and medical. And after the fifth deck, we have pledged to give them ESOPs. Wow. No company, no FNB company in India does that. And we want to do that to our baristas. ESOPs, because we want them to grow with us. We want them to own a piece of it, feel the ownership and, you know, grow together. So that's something we are doing to attract that, uh, you know, solve that problem. But that problem still remains to answer your question. Wow, man. I mean, ESOPs to baristas, again, you, you are disrupting the way things are done. And I think the way you started the conversation that, you know, I'm a dreamer who wants to change the way things work. That is like just, you know, carrying on with every answer to every question that I have. So, I mean, that's amazing. And, you know, more power to you. I, I hope that, you know, you find the right people. Obviously, it's people is what makes the company, right? It's, it's they are the, the DNA of any company. So getting those people and having the right mindsets, having people who are aligned with your vision as well. That's definitely a challenge, but I hope that you find the right set of people and I hope that, you know, you scale as planned. So, you know, now I have a set of fun questions around coffee that I want to ask you. How much coffee is too much coffee in your opinion? <laughs> so until, until you shiver, you start shivering. It's not, it's not enough. I had a friend, uh, one of my very good friends from Colombia. He used to drink 10 cups a day. I drink three. And 10 cups a day used to keep him up and running for like 16 hours a day. Super. I know people who I actually have met people who drink 25 espresso shots in a day. Right. So <laughs> I know people who drink two cups of coffee in a day and they get shivering. Right. So I don't think there is enough. It's your personal. It's your personal choice. It's your personal thing. I just want to say that drinking coffee is an incredible. And when I say drinking coffee, I always mean fresh. Right. Uh, I always mean fresh. I always mean something which brews in front of you. And that's why whichever way you drink, wherever you drink from, even if you are not at your place, our coffee is not there or wherever you are right now listening to this, try and drink fresh coffee because I'm also, I'll, I'll drop one more fact bomb. Said if you allow me. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people won't know the instant coffee that we drink. It's like a frozen burger. Imagine if you drink, if you are eating burger and I'm making it today and I freeze it and I give it to you one year later. Think about it. Would you eat that burger one year later? No, no, no effing way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what instant coffee is. The reason why instant coffee mixes with your hot water, hot water, if you think about it, is because it was pre-brewed. So essentially what people did is that they brewed the coffee today they will convert them into crystals with preservatives and other stuff. And then they will give, and they will put it in a bottle, which you might drink two years later. You never know when it lands in your home. That's instant coffee. Mm. Feels bad. I can't have, I mean, after this conversation and even like after I spoke to you two or three weeks back, I have not been able to have instant coffee because I mean, the analogy that you gave and then it doesn't make sense for me to have instant coffee anymore because I think it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's unhealthy for you to have instant coffee. And one of my questions to you also was that, you know, some people do say that, you know, when you have a lot of coffee, you get addicted to it. I mean, is that a problem? Like if once you have 
थ्री और फोर कप्स ऑफ कॉफी इन अ डे डू यू गेट अडिक्टेड टू इट एंड इज इट समॉट बैड फॉर योर बॉडी देन और इज इट ओनली बिकॉज ऑफ इंस्टेंट कॉफी आई एम आई एम सॉर्ट ऑफ आस्किंग लॉट ऑफ क्वेश्चन राइट नाउ बट इज दैट ट्रू आई मीन डू कैन यू गेट अडिक्टेड टू कॉफी right so now the way i'll answer it first of all i'm not a doctor i'm not a medical practitioner so I'm, you know it's very difficult for yeah. me to prescribe something or comment on something like that i can only share my personal understanding and this doesn't mean that this will apply to anybody outside me right so uh but then to answer your question i would really not the best person to answer how bad instant coffee is but then there have been lot of you know you just google it and you will figure out there was a very famous doctor i'm forgetting his name from the us who made a like a, an hour long interview uh, on cnn and he was talking about how coffee has helped diabetic people cure diabetes and it's research proven so it's not me saying it and again i'm i'm just quoting somebody who already spoke about it on a national television on international television and somebody with the caliber of md in the us right so uh, i think it 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 goes by personal preferences somebody is is allergic to nuts somebody is not somebody is allergic to milk somebody is not somebody might feel coffee is amazing for them somebody is not but then the way we should look at it is there's a huge proportion of people in the world drinking coffee and that's their daily fuel Mm. I don't know if you know, but coffee is the second highest traded material in the world. Wow! You know the first? Tea. Make a guess. It's oil. Oil. Crude oil. <laughs> I come from oil and gas industry, so I'm coming from the world's highest traded commodity, the second highest traded commodity, right? Mm. And the way I always describe it is that you know, oil is something which runs the nations. Energy is something which runs the countries, the world. but coffee is something which runs those people who runs those countries <laughs> yeah that's how basic coffee is so uh, to answer your question again again i will not comment on the medical thing and again instant coffee i'll let you research and i think i've just dropped a fact for you to find it out more and for the listeners to find out more but then in terms of addictive i mean many things in the world are addictive right the thing is that coffee is something which induces good hormones in your body gets you the caffeine kick gets you the energy and get going so having couple of cups of coffee a day medically proven it's nothing wrong that's what i have, i have understood as a non medical person from reading on research right now is using mobile is it an addiction you know i used to be i used to be a speaker and i've spoken in more than 20 universities across the country and i and i always get this question very often from the high school students that is is using mobile or social media bad <laughs> my right it, it is a very typical question right yeah and my answer to that is it depends on how you use it for exactly. me mobile is a boon you know it's it's something which is amazing because i get connected to the world but if i use it for 5 hours a day it's absolutely bad right so it all depends on your controls and what you want out of it so if 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 i love chai i can drink 10 10 cups of chai i'll get diabetes man <laughs> uh yeah. but if i drink twice a day and i'm a chai lover i'll absolutely love it that's a basic yeah i mean i get your point i mean what you're saying makes a lot of sense and it's a subjective question right i mean definitely the good and bad really depends on how you use it and how your body reacts to it there is no one answer to that question and uh, you know coming to the last question so this has been an amazing conversation and i have been just nodding my head at the mic like it rarely happens there are that you know i have had interviews where i do disagree with the person and i do interrupt them a lot of times but this conversation has me 
has been just me listening you know i mean the way you've answered the questions has been amazing and the passion in your voice is just contagious just just let me tell you that like i need to come and meet you man like thursday if you're there in versova i i got to try and and meet you in person so i'm i'm really looking forward to uh, you know meeting you in person and that brings me to my last question i think maybe because your name is abhijit i thought that you know up coffee the ab the first two words stands for the prefix of your name but i think that's not that's not what the story is right like wh- how how have you come with the name up coffee you know it's 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 amazing and uh, i always end up correcting people that it's not ab coffee it's not abc coffee it's actually a coffee and a lot of people when they say it right trust me i just feel so amazing so mm-hmm. so it's been a story in terms of how the name came up the initial name we were thinking of something i'll just share we were thinking of the coffee deck you know okay. then we thought of spark coffee then we think of some other names as well the brew bay which is now the company's name parent company's name of coffee is brew bay innovations private limited but these were some of the names that we were thinking on and never we got an impulse we got so connected to it because we found there are similar names in the market and then this so will be so common you always wanted to come with something which is so innovative that it catches your attention just like geo who thought the three letter word could be a household name in the country no one right that was geo did with reliance with the name jio it's very very it's so catchy that it stays with you mm. that, that's what we're thinking and we was I, i was really struggling we were like one and a half months to launch and i was not even able to we were not even able to you know finalize a name we just i don't know i bought like five domains because we were thinking on five names <laughs> right yeah so and then one day i just enter a meditation i mean i that's something i do regularly i meditate every day i went enter into a meditation with a kind of a frustration that i don't know what's the name that's going to come out and i come out of it and i'm like up coffee and i mean just you meditated and then you you knew that it's it had to be up coffee yeah because now I, i'll tell you how because it relates with what we are doing so i think i entered and i was thinking about it uh, and if as dramatic as it may sound that's the reality by the time we had already had marketing materials published in the name of spark coffee right that, that is how late i mean we already had domain the website development was on the way spark coffee was it just because it was something that was not really connecting with us that was so common that i was not very satisfied with it so the reason why i think up coffee came in and that's how we entirely connects with everything and i'll tell you you know when we did research between up coffee and spark coffee with people from nine different nationalities and we did a poll and you will be stumbled out right we did a poll with around 23 people 22 out of 23 people spoke up coffee chose up coffee over spark coffee mm. and that's what we said this is it right we will go for up coffee so the the way the, the story behind this is that you know up coffee if you look at it it's a fusion of english and hindi it's a fusion of the west and the east is a fusion of international and desi up is that fusion and coffee combines with it right so we wanted something truly indian truly national truly desi and that's what up coffee as a name comes out but the meaning is much deeper so if you look at the name now up coffee the first three letters are abc <laughs> right so abc just like abc abc is the initials of alphabets coffee is the initials of life right that's the number one reason number two is if you see up and that's where it comes from coffee is something which you want to have fast now in the moment and that's why we say it up up coffee not wait 7 to 20 minutes to get your cup of cappuccino right 
from the time of offering now the third aspect that we that we have uh, that we look at it is that uh, overall what does you know as a brand we we stand for people who are performers change makers dreamers and hustlers in the present you know that there is a lot of saying tumhara time aayega apna time aayega <laughs> my point is jiska time aayega na wo duniya nahi badlega wo duniya kal badlega duniya wo badlega jo aaj kaam kar raha hai Hmm. That's why we stand as a brand for people who are dreamers, hustlers, change makers in the present, the sons and daughters who are making it happen for their families, for themselves, for their loved ones, the strugglers, the the dreamers who are working their, their you know life off to make things happen, and that is what coffee enables you to do. What do you do when you have a night out? For exams, you drink coffee. What do you do when you have a long working hours? You drink coffee. What do you do when you are struggling with productivity? You drink coffee. that's what coffee does to you and that's where we stand so we say our tagline is your time is up not kal not tomorrow <laughs> up now so that's where yeah. you know there are three brand ideals and explanations of why this is up coffee wow man i mean you have three answers to one question amazing amazing i think that's really powerful coffee is the fuel of life and it is fueling the people who are delivering everything i mean it's it's the fuel of life i i don't know what else to say i had an amazing conversation man and uh, i'm definitely going to meet you in person whenever you're there in versova or i'll even drop in pavai let's see and i wish you all the best you know i i think really what you have here with up coffee is something really disruptive uh, i've not tasted unfortunately i was planning to you know taste a cup before recording this so that i could also give my feedback but nevertheless you know by the time this episode goes live i will definitely have tasted my first cup so i'm really excited by what you building and the finance guy in me is just i i just really want to get a piece of up coffee so we'll talk about that off the call but i you know wish you all the best and i'll stay in touch with you thank you thanks a lot sir darren thanks everyone uh, for listening to us today it's really been a pleasure talking to you all 